right, let's give it a shot and see how this goes. All right. All right. Pretend theme song is happening right now. Do, 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 do. Would that be a little bit too happy? Oh, yes. For this grim. Maybe we need, like, sad piano music to punch back a Notre Dame or something. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Comment Section. That's right. We are here in quarantine. That's right. We're not even in the same room. Yeah, this is the first That's time right. ever we've not been in the same room when recording. You'd think that Paul would have sprung and helped us out and got us two stews, but oh no. That cheap <laughs> jerk just said, stay home. Do it from home. So yeah. we are following guidelines and we are staying at home because... Yeah. For those of you living on under a rock, we do have the coronavirus going on right now. So we figured we'd do a uh, special talking about how the coronavirus is affecting everything, in, at least in terms of the entertainment industry. But before we get started, I do have to ask you this. All right. Did you hear about the um, Big Brother in Germany thing? I don't think so. What is this? So... So, you know the show Big Brother, how they have it in America? Yeah. Well, they have a version in Germany, you know, where the people, they live in the house and they're secluded? Oh, right. Yesterday on live TV, they found out about the coronavirus. Oh, my gosh. That really is. That so, is living yes. under a rock. Those lucky people who got to live in ignorance. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, I literally was <laughs> Sometimes wondering the ignorance other- ignorance is bliss, and that's taken away. I literally was wondering the other day, like, what people don't know. <laughs> like, I was just trying to imagine that place. I mean, obviously, there are people <laughs> like that, but... They were living the dream. But yeah, I mean, it is, it's been crazy. I, I guess to uh, get into just a little bit of uh, our personal experience with this, I mean, I, uh, I am in, in college and also have a job at a library, and... Both of them. Well, are. we both are in college. Yes. Let's not yeah. pretend like you're the only one who made it. Yeah, I was just speaking for myself. <laughs> just speaking for myself. Okay. I'll let you I'll speak let for yourself pass. when it's your turn. Um, okay. This, see, this is the thing. With with us in the same room, we have to wait and be very patient. Yeah. <laughs> um. But but yeah. I, uh, the I just sw- is. I mean, all online classes now. So I'm at home, and then uh, they were going to have the library that I worked at was going to be closed to the public, but we were going to go in and work still. I think they quickly realized the first day that there was nothing for us to do. So now we're just on, like... Uh, did they tell you what they thought what uh, they thought you were going to do? Yeah, I think we were just going to do a lot of, like, cleaning and whatever, like, still shelving books and stuff, but they just quickly realized, like, first of all the quarantine needs to be even more serious that even even just the staff being around like I, I don't know they just it's been getting it's been steamrolling more and more to where like uh, uh you know and it won't be long until just everything is a ghost town so and in times like these people are not going to bring back their library books or DVDs they need to hold on oh, to yeah. those cuz they can't go get entertainment yeah. elsewhere and they get to they get to hold on to them those lucky people but yeah, we're going to talk about, uh, I mean, yeah, you can get into your uh, personal thing, but just to, to slowly intro, we're going to talk about a lot of the ways that the uh, media industries have been affected by this, uh, since it's something that we, uh, 
since uh, the a lot of the industries that we talk about on this show are the one are some of the industries very affected by this, um, we thought it would be yeah. A, good a lot of stuff that out. we've even talked about is being affected by this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, before we get into that, uh, I, I'll give you your your turn now if you wanna <laughs> if you wanna okay. say anything about Pass the your baton. experience here. All right, so um, you know what? I was figuring, you know what? Maybe for the beginning and in this special, we should just quick give a quick shout out. To the people who work in medicine, medical stuff, the grocery business, mail and delivery, police and fire department, who are going out there putting themselves at risk to make sure that this is uh, as easy for people as possible and that people are being taken care of during this time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I used to work at a Meyer and, and which for anyone outside of the region, a grocery store. Um, and it's I just big. am like, gosh, I... I I really feel for those people who just have to just keep chugging along and going into work every single day. Have you seen the uh, pictures on Facebook of where like the shelves are cleaned out? Yeah, and I was actually at a grocery store not too long ago, and it, it was not anywhere near that bad at that time. But yeah, there was there was, they had a whole special section, just a makeshift few shelves where they were just putting toilet paper. And they were completely empty. Oh, yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. they put up, like, paper towels just as, like, the next best thing. <laughs> hey, when you gotta go, you gotta go. Yeah. We all gotta go. Why not enjoy the go? Yeah. You know, Bounty can do, be just as good as Charmin. Yeah, this, uh, by the way, this podcast is brought to you by <laughs> Brought by to you Char- by Bounty. Oh, Screw okay. those Charmin bears. Oh, sorry. You want the lumberjack wiping your butt. Yeah. Actually, that doesn't sound very good, but, you know, you get the idea. Actually, it's brought to I think to, we just lost that sponsorship. It's brought to you. It's fine, because if we lose all the toilet paper sponsorships, we can get a sponsorship from, them like, a bidet. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. So there'll still be something out there for us. Yes. Yeah, so now, the, the coronavirus, that's, all this news kind of coverage kind of started, like, in December, right? If I remember mm-hmm. right? That's when it first so started. So I, I had not been paying attention to it. Should I have? Of course. <laughs> Did I? No. Because, you know, in college, you don't get a lot of free TV time. So instead of sit watching someone at a desk just talking from a teleprompter, I'm going to spend that TV time watching The Flash because that's what matters. Yeah. So I had not been paying much attention to it. And on, let's see, what was it? Last Tuesday was the first time that one of my teachers had mentioned that there what had been talk about um, trying to move everything online. So I was just like, oh, wait, I guess this is a bigger deal than I thought. Yeah. yeah. And then on Wednesday, they announced that they, well, basically on Wednesday, there was rumors that there was going to be an announcement. And to oh. best describe it, I don't know if, did you have a class on a Wednesday? Um, <clears throat> yeah. Pretty much. Maybe it was just at my place, but it was pretty much like, remember those days like in middle school or high school? where there's going to be a winter storm coming and everyone's kind of hoping for a snow day. Oh, That's yeah. That's pretty much how it was the last day. Oh, yeah. And everyone was just like, all right, well, let's see if we can get two weeks off. Then the announcement came, online classes. And it's like, oh, yes, then you see the work they want you to do. Oh, no, this isn't <laughs> as fun as we thought it would be. Yeah, no, there's still work. Um, Actually, uh, um, I think we had different uh, spring break weeks, come to think of it. So uh, when this really all started spiraling was my spring break week. So uh, this is, I, oh. I never I never came back from spring break, essentially. So this happened the week after my spring break. Yeah. So I went three days and then it was done. Yeah, I, um, 
Uh, I had my full last week before spring break, and then this all started during the spring break week, and then uh, I would have been back from spring break on uh, Monday, which was two days ago. Oh, yeah. So I had... So now we have to have it where it's online classes, and I don't know. I don't know if you have you taken online classes. I have. I've taken quite a bit of them actually, and so I was. I'm. I'm kind of. I'm prepared for this enough. Well, let me tell you something. Something I need to get off my chest. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's therapy time here on comment section. We'll we'll get to the movie stuff in a bit. Yeah. But you know we want to try and have a little bit of fun during this episode. Yeah. So, my junior year of high school. I had one history class mm. online, and let me tell you, it was the worst experience I ever had, because now, at our high school, we had two guidance counselors, okay? Yeah. Now, there was the good there was the good one, the young one, the one with bright ideas. <laughs> then there was the horrible old, old one, who would always talk like in slow motion, and always would try to get you to go to the local community college. Oh. Well, if you went to this school, it would make your life so good. And it's like, okay, I get it. Every time you say it, you get a paycheck from them. <laughs> but, <laughs> so my parents went to meet with a guidance counselor behind my back of all of all things, <laughs> which I don't understand. But whatever. <laughs> they tried. They tried. And who do you think they... They uh, talked to the uh, the one the, the yeah affirmation <laughs> the aforementioned one you just yes the <laughs> uh, the old one who talks in slow yeah. motion, and she recommended that class and boy was it awful. Yeah, that and seems... then like at the end of the third semester, she said, "Um, well, we had heard some complaint about that class." And I'm like, "Oh my god, how do you have a job, lady?" <laughs> and you know what made it worse? You know what made it even worse? What's that? My senior year of high school, th- this uh, guidance counselor suggested taking this one math class that you'd also have in college, so it's kind of like a repeat. Yeah. Did my parents listen to her? Of course they did. Why? Because we hadn't learned the first time. <laughs> oh. Uh, but well, she's retired now. She's no longer ruining people's lives. Oh, that, so well, I think we good. can all I don't know if I, I, I know who you're talking about, but I don't know if I ever had any interactions with her, actually. Oh, consider yourself lucky. And to go uh, further into my uh, luckiness, and I had an online class in high school as well. The first online class I took was a uh, online uh, music appreciation class, and it was so easy that I finished the entire thing in a month. And so, like by like October, I just had nothing to do for the rest of the semester in that class. You know, I don't get. I had that history class, but it went the whole year. The whole year. Wow. Yeah, the I just had a semester year. online Once again, class. I look back and I think, there was something screwy she did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, But, uh, yeah, that was not my experience with online class. I basically, seven days a week, I was up till 2 a.m. working on that stupid class. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, I very much was like, oh, God, online classes, it's back. Yeah. But this is my last semester in college, so... Oh. And that was the first college experience, so I guess it wouldn't have felt complete if I wasn't dropped back to the same exact place I was <laughs> when it all started. Wow, that is it's coming. It's full like circle. Last Skywalker. I mean, Rise of Skywalker. You end at Tatooine. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not a full journey. Yeah, yeah. You've got to end where it starts. Yes. It's it ends. So, it starts uh, and ends with you staring at uh, the uh, two suns, except both of the suns are bad. 
Yes, they're and bad songs. You know, what you don't see are the tissues full of tears. <laughs> yeah, over oh my god, I wasted they so were, much time for the this two sons. Degree. Represent two crying eyes. Yes, <laughs> two wet-filled tears, eyes yeah. full of tears. <sighs> so, that's, that's um, but hopefully this won't be the exact same thing. Hopefully, history—it's like going back in time almost. Hopefully, this time, we can stop the horribleness from happening. Yeah. I mean, so far, I haven't had a... Like, um, I, I I just always enjoyed online classes because I like to uh, get things done. Uh, when when there's a motivate... The, one of the most motivating things to me is um, knowing that if I finish something as fast as possible, I'll have all the free time I want after. So like this week I've just been oh, trying. Oh, I used to try that, but then it ne- it never worked with that class. Yeah, I sure that class sounds uh, like a special scenario, but so far that's been working in my my uh, three classes I'm taking. So I will say so far in the classes I've had, it does feel different than the history class because it feels like in these ones the teachers are trying. Oh, right. <laughs> versus with the history class, it was just. All the only interaction you have was from from the actual teacher was he made an introduction video on a crappy webcam. This was back in 2010. Yeah, filmed which looked at like 2 a.m. in his pajamas, saying, <laughs> "All right, uh, we're gonna do the class." And then that was it. You basically <laughs> were reading the book, and that was it. You were on oh, your own. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not exactly it. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, let's. Uh, I mean, I'm sure we'll get. Through oh, we this. went a while on that, didn't we? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get through. I, I had to get it out there. Yeah, I, I understand. This is this is a therapy podcast. Um, but yes. no, I, I'm sure we'll get through that. I think that there are other people struggling more, such as in uh, these industries we're going to talk about today. Yes. And... Oh, before I get before we keep going, I just I just want to say two things. All right. So this whole thing happened. Um, the first day they didn't have. Cl- they didn't have school was the day of my birthday. What oh. a wonderful birthday gift that was. Oh, wow. Or at least it seemed at first. Yeah. So I got to stay home, watch Batman during that time, the old 1949 serial with Robert Lowry, I believe his name was, as the Dark Knight. Hmm. And so I decided that for my birthday on Saturday, I was going to go to IHOP. Oh, yeah. So this was before all the, like, the, but this was before they started saying, hey, Stay at home, people. Yeah, I mean, the, the, this is this is when we thought we were okay for a while. Yeah, and a little, and not too long after that, there was an order to like close all the bars and uh, restaurants. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, it's moving very just, quickly. Is that just Michigan then? That, yeah, I believe. Michigan, uh, right? I mean, it's different for every state, but I know that in Michigan, yeah, there was uh, no gatherings over a hundred people. Um, I think K-12 now it's twelve schools 10, right? closed. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. So, um, when I went to IHOP, they had it where all like the waiters and the people who take care of the dishes were all wearing gloves. Oh yeah, <laughs> and in the back they were sanitizing all the ketchup stuff and all the condiments. Oh wow! And then like we're having like big separations between all the different parties. Wow! So I was like, okay. I feel safe at IHOP. Yeah. That, that's a place we know is safe. Now, it's closed right now, I think, but... Yeah, right, probably. At the time, I was safe. Probably. Yeah. And also, I did find this out yesterday, which was that 
the school I go to will be closed the rest of the semester. Ooh, see, uh, my my uh, school they just said for they said until March twenty seventh, but I highly doubt. Like it's I it's almost definitely going to be closed for the rest of the semester. I can't imagine they'd actually have us come back. Yeah, so uh, Wednesday was my last time in a classroom. Oh, wow. Unless I become it an really alcoholic is... and have to go Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh, so yeah, that'll be your next classroom. But Yeah, wow. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I didn't realize... It's, uh, it'll be kind of like this. Get your problems out. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize you were that close to finishing up. Yeah, you know what also uh, it sounds like isn't going to happen? What? The graduation ceremony. Oh, you don't even have to... Wow. Yeah, see, I... So, I I mean, look, it is nice that after all this time, they're not going to say, hey, can you waste even more time here? Have I been here enough? (laughs) Yeah, you just... Can you just mail me the Yeah, exactly. I mean, I didn't go to my graduation at uh, uh, Community College. I just went there and picked it up, and my ceremony is walking back to my car with the degree... (laughs) <laughs> you had the uh, music playing off your phone. Yeah, I, I was I was weeping. <laughs> no, I I did go to the uh, I went to the uh, community college one. I did I did oh, yeah. see one teacher there. It was my favorite teacher there. So oh yeah, that was like the one good memory I have from it. I think part of the reason I I didn't is because uh, I take so long going like part time some of the time, and uh, I by the time I actually was done with my degree. I uh, didn't know, I mean, there's barely anyone who I actually went to school with who's there. Same thing's happening with my current degree path, so, because um, I probably yeah, won't there's finish no one. year. I know there were people from our school who went to my school, but they're all gone now. Yeah. They were smart. Yeah. <laughs> we really screwed up. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm taking my time, and I'm at this point, I'm fine with it. Hey, quality, right? Yeah. That, that's the important thing. To... Oh, oh. I, we'll get we'll get to the entertainment news, guys. Okay, I promise you. <laughs> Did I ever tell you what happened when I went to like a restaurant the night of the community college graduation? Uh, no. So I went to this restaurant, which I won't say. You know, to the benefit of the restaurant because I like this place. Yeah. It's a chain one, so yeah. If I were to say, it, everyone would know what it was. Yeah. But I I went there. And they said, are we doing any kind... The waiter said, are we doing any kind of special gathering thing or whatever? Are we celebrating something? That's what I was looking for. Yeah. And my parents said, yes, this person right here has graduated from the community college. And she said, oh, yeah, I thought of going to community college, you know, because it's the easiest of them all. I'm just like, oh, no, you did not just throw that in my face. (laughs) Whoever said that, that was the easiest of all is a liar. (laughs) Yeah. Harsh. Harsh. Ouch. So they apologize. I kept on getting apologized every time they came back. Oh, really? Wow. Here's a reef over your Mountain Dew. And by the way, I am so sorry. Oh, yeah. I bet you're sorry. How about you get this with less ice? (laughs) Screw (laughs) ice. Yeah, screw ice, okay? I can count. I learned that because apparently it's so easy at the place I went to. Oh I'm sorry. I can't, we can't all be a genius like you, waiter. <laughs> <laughs> Here, do you want to count my money for me? Because I know you're the genius. I'm just the dumb one who graduated <laughs> with a useless degree. <laughs> I guess it was useless because five years later, I'm still there. Oh, yeah. At a different spot. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, well. Well, I think that's pretty much all I had to say yeah, for uh, this a, week. On it's been a while since we recorded an episode. Couch time with therapy. So, yeah, it's good to get some of this out. But, yeah, let, let's get into some of the important topics here. Um, yes. So, oh, okay, it's in pages. There's my notes. That way I can have the big font. All right. All right so, we've been having a lot of news about how this coronavirus has been affecting the entertainment industry. So, when was the first time you'd heard about uh, it affecting the entertainment industry? I think I heard about it around, I think the earliest thing I heard was the Tom Hanks thing. Right, yeah. Um, And then that's when it felt like things were being affected after that? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a a wake-up call to say, like, yeah, it's it's really out there. It's really a virus that's just working its way through the population. Uh, and this is an example of that. Um, so yeah, that, that was definitely following some of that, uh, has been pretty crazy. Um, for me, like, um, I knew things were getting, uh, kind of real pretty early because the week of my, uh, spring break, um, it happened that a ton of concerts I was wanting to go to were all the week of my spring break. And I just remember thinking, wow, that's such a coincidence. I don't even have to ask for like a day off or miss a class or anything. <laughs> and then all canceled, just every concert. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's just, at this point, I don't. Oh, what concerts were they? Um, Let's see, there was, um, uh, um, the, the main one was on the Saturday of my spring break. Um, I was going to see a band called The Wonder Years. Um, had a big show. Oh, not the TV show, right? Yes, it's not the TV it's its show. It's special thing. Um, although a lot of people, when I wear a shirt of The Wonder Years, they're just like, oh, nice shirt. That's a great show. And I'm just secretly thinking. Oh, yeah, Corey's thinking, brother from Boy Meets World. I've never seen it, but I know a band that is <laughs> called that. Um... And so yeah, that was a uh, that was canceled. Um, can't remember if this band actually had a date around here, but I mean, I, I was uh, I'll get into some some more details about all this. But yeah, there's another band called uh, Code Orange that was just about to start a big tour off their new album, um, and so they were very uh, disappointed when they had to to cancel that whole thing. So yeah, I'll definitely get more into the. For once, uh, even though our original like uh, thumbnail for this show had a uh, vinyl record and implied that we were going to talk yes, about music, very classic. We haven't talked about uh, the music industry, and I, I since that's mostly what I've been following, I'll talk about a little about that uh, later. Um, History is made. Yeah, <laughs> with this episode. Yeah, because I, I I've re- not the way we wanted to be, but it's still being made. Yeah, I mean, because, um, I mean, in particular, like, a lot of the artists that I listen to in particular are, like, much smaller artists, and they are, they're basically screwed because of this, so uh, I've kind of looked oh, into yeah. a lot of ways to um, to continue supporting a lot of these uh, indie artists, um, but, uh, yeah, so um, in what other ways... Did you, like, after that point, like you mentioned, starting to see it affect uh, celebrities? I don't know if you also saw this, but um, uh, the other celebrity um, case that I saw was um, Idris Elba uh, tested positive. Oh, yeah, I saw that, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely, um, 
uh, it's crazy seeing a lot of that. Um, so, uh, how else have you seen this uh, sort of affecting the entertainment industry? Well, like the first uh, story I saw of it ha- affecting was a Quiet Place Two was being delayed indefinitely. Right yeah, now. yeah. I looked at a list of some movies that were being delayed. Um, uh, also, it looked like um, from a quick search it looks like Mulan is getting delayed um and uh, yeah. a big one Black Widow it looks like is getting delayed so yeah i think did they de- i think they delayed that yesterday yeah it was recent that i heard that one so now you, i think you said you were a fan of Quiet Place right yeah i really liked the the first movie i i wasn't uh i wasn't even totally i guess aware of when the release date of the second one was but yeah certainly um uh, um, yeah, it's certainly a, a bummer to see it uh be something affected by this because you know I mean depending on how much it lives up to the first one, that could have been a a, a favorite of this year, um, like the first one was. Do so. you have do you have a guess of when you think? Now look, we we don't know when how long this coronavirus thing will happen, yeah. but do you have a guess of when you think it could be released? I, I everything seems so um just uh TBA right now it seems very hard to um predict like I, I honestly have to kind of assume in a way that it might be like I always hear that like when it gets a bit colder than a lot of diseases like this a lot of times uh die down so I would almost guess that I mean at least in the short term, the culture of people wanting to go out and do things is probably going to be changed for a very, very long time. So I have a hard time imagining, like, really a lot of this getting fully back into the swing of it until, like, the fall. Like, I mean, maybe there will be some release dates and stuff, like, but I I doubt it will start doing well, and I doubt that studios will be confident about releasing big things before that. Do you think maybe they might have it on... around Halloween? Yeah, that could be a good uh, way to push back. Uh, I I mean, it's really, it's a very unpredictable future because, I mean, there's also, like, we don't know, like, you know, if this is going to also be a disease that comes, like, in waves and stuff. Um, Of course, by then, hopefully we'll have some systems in place where we can actually deal with this. But, I mean, it's probably going to be a lot of... uh, as is talked about social distancing and it's it's gonna be i don't know i really just it's very hard for me to come up with a prediction for like when things will quote unquote go back to normal um because i think we're a lot of people are just gonna have to find new ways to uh consume a lot of this entertainment for the time being and not like expect it to come back anytime soon of course it will oh but do you know who the studio is that does that released a quiet place? Um, I forget off the top of my head. Was it Universal? Let me do a quick look. Oh, it's Paramount. Paramount. Okay. See, this is a nice thing about us being separated yeah. is that we Internet. both have access to computers. Yeah. <laughs> so we can easily fact check stuff. That's a little plug right there. Yeah, fact check stuff. Yes. What does it mean? You'll find out later, people. <laughs> uh, we're just saying words. Yes. So, 
Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I had. I haven't seen A Quiet Place, but I'm pretty sure, was that like in your top five the yeah, year it came out? I vaguely remember that it might have been my number four. Oh, okay. Uh, wait, but have we not recorded since um, uh, our uh, our uh, end of year episodes? Is that the case? <laughs> yes, we were talking about how we were going to the Roaring Twenties, and oh boy, has it sucked so far. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the Roaring Twenties uh, also had a stock market crash, so, I mean, we shouldn't be surprised. Uh, yeah, well, we're getting pretty close. <laughs> we shouldn't be surprised. Um, it's deja vu. <laughs> it's like a rerun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I mean, certainly there will be lots more uh, to talk. I mean... There will still be. Um, that's why I, I want some of the things I wanted to get into. Maybe I'll just bring it up now because I was talking about how, um, like, people are going to, for the time being, have to find new ways to consume a lot of this content and support uh, creators. Um, uh, I mean, one thing in particular, just if people want to, um, you know, find a way to consume television and movies uh, without having to go out. Um, I know in particular I've been seeing, uh, like, uh, libraries near us I know have, like, online-only access to a lot of resources. Mostly it's e-books, audiobooks, and stuff, which, of course, I recommend trying, but... The, uh, libraries have movies and stuff too, and I've been seeing, uh, there's a library, uh, system in particular near us. I think it's not the one I work at, but, um, there is a library system that seems to be, like, quickly trying to come up with this, like, online solution where they're still hosting events, and I'm curious if some libraries... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm curious if some libraries are gonna start, like, providing more streaming and stuff. Um, cause I know that there are, well, I don't know if they can legally do that cause of copyright. Uh, right. Is there, is there different, uh, I, I, I guess I would assume there are different, um, cause I mean, libraries, Unless you get public domain, Charlie Chaplin classics. That's true. Um, I'm guessing there are different rules for streaming then because I mean, libraries have DVDs, but I, I'm guessing maybe streaming has difference. Uh, Lost. Yeah, well, like, Netflix, if they have, like, like the CW shows that they have from Warner Brothers, they have a contract with Warner Brothers to host them for a certain amount of time. Right. Um, well, you know, documentaries. <laughs> there are lots oh, of documentaries. Yes. Well, if we see one library getting sued from a big studio, we'll know. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, I again, like, there are a lot of changes happening, so, I, I mean, I... Uh, I still though I uh I I recommend checking that kind of thing out uh for someone looking for entertainment in this time where you need a lot more entertainment. I'm just I mostly am saying that because I'm trying to think like I don't want to just say like this is sponsored by Netflix. <laughs> Get a oh, subscription yeah. to Netflix. But if they want sub- but if they want to sponsor us, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I guess if there's there's cash in it for us. You know, I, I figured that probably at the end of the show, we'd probably wrap it up with talking about some things that you should watch from some of the streaming services. Oh, yeah, definitely. Some recommendations. Yeah. I think that was like the last rabbit hole question I had. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good idea. Um, I'll have to quickly brainstorm some of my uh, favorite recommendations. Uh, uh, 
So, um, do you have? I I have some. I have a list of other things I want to bring up, but I mean, before. Yeah, I have like a list of different stories. All right. Uh, how about uh, give us another one? Uh, there's plenty going on. So. <laughs> All right. Well, we kind of alluded to it earlier, but Disney has delayed Mulan. Yes. Yeah, that was, uh, I know that that was supposed to be a big movie that they were hoping, because China is a big box office yeah. thing for the worldwide box office, so yeah. they were really hoping to get a lot from China, but obviously with all the stuff going that's going on, it's best to delay Mulan, and they also delayed another movie. Oh, I think I know where this is going. Oh, yes. You know what, guys? Let me tell you something. <laughs> About two weeks ago, I was saying to myself, wow, I can't believe next month we're finally going to see the new mutants. <laughs> oh, my god! And now it's gone again. Is it possible? This time it was out of their control, is but it, still. Is it possible this all happened because this movie was destined to never come out? God. I don't know. Like... It's like Magneto or something, or someone is behind this. Like, guys, we were so close to finally getting the last Fox mutant movie, and now it's gone. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, I, when I saw that, I almost couldn't believe it. Like, it, it, I couldn't believe it, but at the same time, I knew that there was no other reality that could exist. The The only possible... And it's like one of those things, like, it's out of their control. It's not like they're hiding it to do reshoots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so what do you think is going to happen with Mulan? Do you think it will be delayed, like, a year or something? Because it was supposed to come out, I think, in May or something. Right. Probably quite a long time. I, I mean, I... I'll look... Yeah, as I was saying, I, I almost have a guess that things are going to get delayed maybe even a little longer than we expect just to be safe in a way. I don't know. It, it was supposed to come out, oh, March 9th. Wait, that's the premiere. March 27th is when it was supposed to come out. Uh, oh, wow, that's closer than I thought. Yeah, that's what it says on the poster, according to Wikipedia. Hmm. No wonder. <laughs> so... Do you now look? We're kind of just guessing here, but do you think maybe they might delay it like a whole year to try to get? Because it is yeah, a bit of a. It's more blockbustery than say a Beauty and the Beast was or Aladdin. Yeah, definitely. I could definitely see them waiting a year and trying going for the same period of time next year. Like I could, I could see that. So, um, what were your thoughts about Mulan? Were were you looking forward to this one, or uh, I mean, compared to some of the other live action I've, remakes? I've, or ne- just... I've never been looking forward to any of the live action remakes, but I guess I could say that I was looking to forward to this maybe slightly more, although I wasn't planning on seeing it, mostly because Mulan's one of my favorite animated Disney movies, and um, I also just think it has a lot more potential to be live action. Like, it, it just makes so much more sense live action than a lot of, like, I mean, uh, like, for example, like, Lion King, it's it doesn't make sense live action. I mean, like, I, you, yeah, you like said it, it was, was fine, really They but, only did in live action just to test their special effects. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I mean, I definitely get, the special effects are, are look amazing in it, but I just, 
to me, I'm just like Mulan is a story that makes a lot more sense to do live action. So that alone makes me more interested to see it than a lot of the other uh, live actions. Yeah, I'll be honest. Um, they did the one I won in live action, which was Aladdin. And the fact yeah. that I've only seen it once and kind of don't care kind of makes me think, I'm kind of over these now. Yeah. Yeah. But now let's say you had the choice, okay? All right. You had the choice. I'm assuming you haven't seen either. Well, obviously you haven't seen one of them. But if you had the choice between watching the live-action remake of Mulan or the directed video animated Mulan 2 that they made in, <laughs> let's see, when was it? Mulan 2 came out in 2004. Which one are you going to choose? Oh, good question. Um, I, you I wonder, It's probably on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> That's true. Um, I, you know what, I, off the, just, maybe it's because I like new things, but I'm, I think I might be a little more interested in the live action one. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, did you want to hear what uh, one of the reviews was? Sure. All right, according to Cinema Blend, Mulan 2 is a direct-to-video disgrace that takes everything excellent about its predecessor film, rips it to shreds, and using it for rat cage lining. Oh, my God. <laughs> it has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and let's see, what did this reviewer say? He gave two stars saying the original Mulan was heralded for adding a spunky heroine to the Disney cartoon Distressed Princesses, but despite its excellent voice cast, this sequel merely apes the success of live-action material arts films. It looks like a lot of it is the original cast, except for Eddie Murphy. Hmm. Uh, I mean, have any of the... Well, there's one good uh, Disney uh, like animated sequel... And I'm sure we all know what it is. Three, two, uh, one. The Lion King one and a half. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. I think the third Aladdin one got pretty good reviews. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. <laughs> oh, well, it's on Disney+. Plus, I was just so making there you go. I was making a bold statement. Oh, yes, Lion King one and a half. <laughs> half brand new, half the classic you love. <laughs> Yeah, I should have been very cheap to make. I don't know if I ever. I remember we actually talked about that movie once before on the podcast, and I remember that once again later, like that day, and then again the next day, that movie came up organically in different conversations. Oh, I remember it, that. I was so weirded out by it. By the third time it happened, I was just like, "Okay, you seriously just brought that up?" And I, I can't believe. Oh man, it was. Whew. And here we are again. You know, I have that movie. I think I've only watched it once. Oh, really? I, I used to watch it a lot. I, I watched uh, number two, I think, more than one and a half. Oh. Well, yeah, I know I watched it more than one and a half. I, I remember uh, watching uh, t- two as well, but uh, one and a half. Hey, one, and, one and a half does the thing that I've mentioned before that I like so much, just seeing something from a different perspective, and that's all you have to do to get me yeah. on board. <laughs> I think that's... Because Lion King 1 and 2 are based on, like, a Shakespeare play, I think. This one was inspired by, like, a Shakespeare... Like, it's a version of Hamlet from someone else's point of view. Oh, really? Hmm. I think that's what they said I was. suddenly want to read Hamlet in that. Wow. Oh, oh it meets... You know what? You probably find it 
on uh, iBooks or something. It's public domain. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Willie Shakespeare yeah, is not going <laughs> need his royalties from that from those books anymore. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I don't think I'm actually. Hey, you know what? Maybe I should take my own advice and go listen to an audiobook. <laughs> yes. So uh, now back to the main topic of today's show: the New Mutants. <laughs> yeah, and how we were so close. Yeah. Do you think that it will actually be released? Because I'll say this: I think within the next week. They'll drop it on either Disney Plus or Hulu. Oh, really? They'll just make it a streaming movie? Yeah, I think they know, hey, like, hey, this thing's gone on long enough. Just drop it. People need something to watch. We're not going to make a lot of money off of this. Yeah, honestly, if anything were, if that were to happen to anything, I think it would be this. Uh, oh, you know, honestly, I don't think I'd see it in the theater, but oh my God, if they announced, if they just dropped it on Disney Plus, the day, the day I find it, I stop everything. I'm putting it on. Yeah. At this point, do we just have to because make an, I need to see this? At this point, do we have to make an entire special about this? I I think so. It's been a topic we've been bringing up since the beginning. Yeah. I don't know what life will be like once the New Mutants is done. Yeah, I don't like. Can the podcast exist without New Mutants in the backdrop? I don't know. You know how we did our 50th on The Dark Knight Rises? I want 100 to be, <laughs> where are the new mutants? Yeah. <laughs> where are they? Why is it you sold out? You said they out? were coming, Disney. Where are they? I mean, is there a chance that this also makes it, this is the very thing that makes it so it never comes out? No. Th- I think, <laughs> I think either way, they'll, dro- they'll drop it, because... Otherwise, yeah. they wasted all this money for nothing. Yeah, definitely. Like, if they had just started shooting, at, like, were in a week of shooting and then stopped filming, then I would say that, but... Yeah. No, it's... It's, uh, it's got to come out sometime, right? Eventually. Right. One day? Right. Maybe when those kids are senior citizens? Yeah. That's pretty much all I had for that topic. I don't know if you wanted to bring up another thing, or I could go to the next one I have. Uh, I guess now I can take this time, sort of middle of the show, to talk about the music industry and how it's been affected by this, Um, since that's mainly been the thing I've been following since it uh, affected me with how I was scheduled to see all these concerts. Oh, real quick, real quick, I did just see something. I don't know if it would interest you or not. Uh, Is it some breaking news, or? Variety just tweeted about a minute ago. Oh, okay. Sure. Do you know anything about the? Is I think it's Bonnaroo Music Festival. Oh yeah, um, I'm I'm familiar. Yeah, with it. Uh, Variety is saying it's been postponed. Yeah, there's a lot of festivals getting postponed. Um, uh, I'm curious. I should have. Uh, uh, it's a good thing about having these computers. Pr- I kind of want to. Yeah, there, I've just been hearing lots of canceled and postponed events. Um, but yeah, um, I'll get into. So yeah, I had that um, that uh, Wonder Years show that I was scheduled to go to, um, and um, basically what I've been noticing um, is kind of this. Uh, a lot of these artists are like putting up their merch line and some of the stuff that they're only going to put on tour online as a way to support them. So I'll get into some more ways that. 
but basically the reason why this is a big deal and I've been following it is because, uh, I mean, uh, and this is true for other areas of uh, entertainment too, like I would imagine like uh, live stand-up comics, like you can, you can name it, like any any like larger group event where you're making your money by ticket sales and like uh, s- merch sales uh, after the show and stuff is going to be really deeply affected by this to the point where we're basically unemployed. Um, but yeah, yeah, a lot of these musicians make most of their money uh, not necessarily like from the, the ticket sales and definitely not from the music sales and like the streaming they make like nothing off of. Uh, but a lot of these artists are making a lot of it from the uh, money they make um, from the uh, merch booth and stuff. So they're really uh, hurting right now. Um, and on that, on that same, here, here's kind of where I think that this part of the industry is going. And this is what really interests me. Um, is that that same Saturday night when I was supposed to go to that concert, the, uh, a, a different band, Code Orange, hosted a, um, a concert completely digitally. Um, they, uh, streamed, oh, wow. they streamed it on Twitch. They literally went to a concert venue. They were playing in an empty venue, uh, with no crowd there. Uh, and they streamed it on Twitch uh and they called the event last ones left um which was f- for their new album which they just released the day before uh underneath and um basically they worked really really hard to come up with this show for their new album um with all this videography that's in the backdrop and they were really disappointed that they couldn't like show everyone due to the pandemic um and so i feel like they were one of the first first artists to kind of do this and i feel like uh even though they're somewhat uh lesser known band like they uh i definitely saw some headlines because of what they were doing it just was a really cool concept where i mean you're used to seeing a lot of other things streamed but here was a concert that didn't even have an audience and the production was really great uh and um i've started to see a lot of other artists start to pick up doing things in this vein uh some are just playing music from their homes and streaming it but uh i'm curious going forward from this place like if there are going to be more months where bands can't tour and make money i mean like people make tons of money streaming like uh people streaming video games and stuff getting tons and tons of donations and subscriptions yeah money oh yeah and also ad revenue yeah too. And, and i'm wondering like if musicians really started doing this more playing sets uh spending time streaming uh accepting the revenue from that uh the other cool thing is uh like you know, along with that, the concert they, they post like their uh, tour merch online, so it still sort of feels a little bit like a concert experience. So people can support them. Um, and like in particular, like I got some of these uh, tickets like refunded to me, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna just use that money to go buy uh, their uh, merch they put up. Uh, it got me a couple of nice long sleeve tees and records of albums that I, that I, that just came out. Um, uh, oh, wow. Yeah. I got the new, uh, the new, the new Code Orange as mentioned, new 
Hot Mulligan, New Belmont, just a few albums of smaller bands that I uh, really like. And normally I might just be streaming their music right now, but I figure like they're not going to make any money from that. So where I'm not going to be able to see them live, yeah. So that's I, I, I recommend that kind of support. Uh, the other thing I wanted to do, the first thing I wanted to um, just raise some awareness of is some things that are being done to try and help uh, a lot of these artists. Um, I, one of the, some of the first news I saw about this is there's a record label called No Sleep Records that stated that um, all of their extra proceeds made on the digital music platform Bandcamp will go directly to the artists affected by this. So normally oh, the record wow. label would take a cut. Uh, they're not doing that uh, to, for the artists affected by this for the time being. And uh, since then, I saw that that platform, uh, Bandcamp, uh, which is like a, a, a digital music streaming platform that works a bit differently. It's not just uh, streaming. It's more like you uh, buy digital music, in some cases physical copies, some cases merch. But for the most part, it's a digital music site where you buy music, but you can choose how much to pay. So if the album costs $5, you could pay $10 if you want just as a way to give your artist more money. And they take, compared to other music streaming sites, they take a minuscule amount. But they're taking even less than that now because this Friday, Bandcamp is going to give up all of their profit made, um, any purchases made on Friday, March 20th. Uh, from midnight to midnight, uh, all of the funds are going to the artists uh, on the platform. So, um, yeah, I, um, in a post by an article by their um, co-founder, Ethan Diamond, it says, um, uh, we're uh, to raise even more awareness around the pandemic's impact on musicians everywhere. We're waiving our revenue share on sales this Friday, March 20th, uh, and rallying the Bandcamp community to put much-needed money directly into the artist's pockets. Um, for many artists, a single day of boosted sales can mean the difference between being able to pay rent or not. Uh, and so, yeah, I think that's a really cool step in the right direction as well. So it's kind of... Uh, and it, it seems like a cool event. I'm going to be watching out for the web bandcamp.com for uh anyone who wants to check it out uh on friday march 20th anything you buy there is going to go 100 percent to the artist so that's a really good step in the right direction to to help some people who are uh, struggling in this industry that requires usually large groups of people so um but yeah, that's that's one of the things I wanted to shout out because I'm a big fan of that platform and I think it's cool they're doing that. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, mostly what I had uh, around the music industry, I think. Um, uh, in particular, I go to concerts so often that uh, it's <laughs> that's been the biggest effect because other than that, I stay home most of the time. So... Um, that's been the the biggest effect really is no more concerts. Uh, but I am, I'm excited to see the new ways that we can uh, sort of deal with that. So yeah, I just kind of, I think I saw on Instagram. Did you go to one on Saturday night or, um, I didn't, I didn't go to, Oh, uh, I think what you might've saw, 
I posted, uh, it was a picture, uh, or no, it was a video of me watching the, um, the live streamed concert. And I, I, I put it so close to the computer that it looked like I was actually there. And then I did a little visual gag where I zoomed out and you see that it's actually on a computer screen. But yeah, that was the code. Oh, I guess I didn't see the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. That was the code orange concert that, um, it, it was, uh, part I post, since I post a lot of, um, concert videos on my Instagram, I thought it that was exactly the reaction that I wanted, actually, because I, I wanted people to, like, look at it and go, oh, went to another concert. But then if you watch to the end, it it's on a computer screen. Shock ending. Yeah. Like M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, I was just thinking that. That's the big <laughs> twist at the end of this 10-second uh, video. Uh, so is there, like, an artist that you, that you hope they'll do a streaming type thing where you're just like, Oh man, if I could have the choice of any artist. I'm crossing my fingers for this person. Right. Um I mean I mean, I guess I do since it was on my mind and uh The Wonder Years is one of my favorite bands. I would like to see them. They had a, an interesting show lined up too where they were going to um play two sets, like an acoustic set and then a, an electric set just back to back. Uh, it was really, like it sounded like a really interesting show, so it'd be cool if. I mean, that's the thing. Like, artists put a lot of like planning and time and energy, and like a lot of artists pour a ton of money into planning the show, and then they count on getting some of that revenue back from the tour. So, I mean, you know, in a lot of cases, uh, a lot of artists might have poured a lot of money into these things, and then uh, they can't get it to see any of that back. So, um, yeah, yeah. So that's one example. Um, uh, I, I, what I, I the uh, format that Code Orange did, uh, where they um, literally played it in a venue, you wouldn't have known that there wasn't an audience there. <laughs> um, that that felt really cool, and I, I kind of hope to see more of that as well, um, even though it certainly would be more of a commitment. So I, I hope they do that again. Uh, yeah. So that pretty much... So yeah, that's pretty much it for uh, yeah, that, the streaming concerts. Yeah, that, that wraps up uh, that section of the entertainment industry. All right. So I guess I'll move on to my next story then, which is that Disney and Universal have decided that they're going to close all of their parks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that was a big thing. So all those kids excited to go see Mickey Mouse or um, Spider Man on their spring break. Well, kids, better luck next year. Yeah, I mean, definitely not a great place to stop the spread of a disease. <laughs> so it's a good call, probably. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, Disneyland was earlier than Disney World. Yeah, I guess there are more... I'm trying to think. I guess that area, there might have been more cases. I don't know. I know that they were going to start uh, redoing the castle at Disney World to make it look... I think is to make it look like the logo you see oh. at the opening of the movies, the castle from you know the start of the movies. Yeah. But they stopped all construction of it, I think, either yesterday or two days ago. Yeah. 
So not even like workers are there anymore. Yeah, that's the interesting. Which is probably a good thing. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, realizing that even smaller groups is not always a great thing. But I am seeing a lot of places sort of start construction projects while they're closed. I know in particular there is like this boba place um, right around our area that closed its doors for until further notice because of this, which, I mean, can be pretty devastating for a local business but it looked like they were doing like a big construction project to make some improvements to sort of hope for uh uh using the the time productively i guess um i got another um i mean another uh, speaking locally uh i mean i'm sure this is true uh i mean but uh i i got an email uh saying celebration cinema is closed that's our uh around here yeah i saw that too movie theaters did they say until further notice or did they have a date um i i um i don't remember i i keep assuming everything is still further notice because uh yeah even if it has a date i don't trust it because i don't think anyone really knows how long this is gonna last Oh, yes. I learned not to trust the dates when they said that the school would be back on March 29th, and yeah. they said, uh, no, you're done. Yeah, I, I... To which I said, hey, do I have to do any more of the work? Please just let it be over. And they said, no, gotta do the work. I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it says, uh, till further notice, um, on their website. Yeah. So, I think the last time I saw a movie was during my spring break, so not last week, but the week before, I saw the, uh... Ben Affleck, uh, the basketball one he did. Oh man, was it uh, the way back? I think it is. Oh yeah. So I saw that on the Saturday. My basically the Saturday before the half week I had before, like we kind of knew how bad it really was. Yeah. The virus, not the movie. The movie's good. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just had to make sure I I worded that right. Yeah. All right. Well. This one, this one really hurts to say. All right. Oh, the CW, man, my beloved CW. Yeah. They suspended filming all of their shows, like The Flash and Supergirl. So I, this is around the time that they start doing their season finales, and also, the 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 last CW show from their original lineup, Supernatural, which I started watching about a year ago. And it's really good. Luckily for my birthday, I got like three seasons of it on DVD, so in quarantine, I'm good for a while. Oh, good. <laughs> but they suspended filming right before they were supposed to do their series finale. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing I'm seeing so, that I didn't even think about is the suspension of production and filming. Yeah, so, I mean, The Flash and Supergirl, the, I believe those are the... Well, I know The Flash is the network's biggest show and Supergirl, and also... Superman Lois was supposed to film its pilot soon. Oh, yeah. Because Elizabeth yeah. Tulock, who plays Lois Lane, taught, uh, shared a picture of the script that she had been sent. So, right now, we don't have our season finales. So, yeah. I got to ask, is this season going to end in a way where it's really not a cliffhanger? It's just we don't have a season finale? Yeah, that's a, uh, at a certain point, I'm kind of wondering if uh, people are going to have to start digging back watching <laughs> watching older stuff that they've never finally getting to that queue yeah i mean well at least for the flash you have the 90s show which everyone should check out yeah 
So, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. With the, I, I just assume that it's not going to finish the season and they'll just work around it for the beginning of next season. Right. Do you, I mean, do you think they would, I guess, film whatever they have left of these current seasons and then go right into the next season and just have it be like, right. we got shorted last season, so we'll have an extra amount of episodes this season? Hmm. Like, I would certainly hope that they'd finish the storylines. Um I mean, I mean, they kind of have to because yeah. they're already starting to write scripts and plan for what the next season will right. be. Right. I'm trying to maybe maybe it would be a long season, like a next season. I don't. I mean, are we even gonna get a next? I get. Well, I guess we can we can talk more about that at the end, but we don't even know if we'll get any shows in the fall now. Yeah. No. That's 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 the weird thing. I that was uh, dawning on me. Uh, as I saw these production things, it's just that, like, um, if there's a whole slew of months where no one's recording or producing, like, there will be a huge drought in uh, entertainment, like, movies especially. This is actually maybe one area where music might be the opposite because a lot of musicians, I think, are taking time off and writing music. So, um... Oh, yeah. But, uh... The opposite. Yeah, I assume, like, I know Paul Dini, who is writing, who does a lot of, like, scripts for movies and comics and TV shows, he's still writing scripts for these comics that are supposed to come out soon. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, you can just do remotely, too. Yeah, yeah, you can do digital, you can do mailed right to your door. So, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. And also... There's another predicament that Supergirl has to go through. It's a good predicament, but still it's a predicament. Yeah. It's I don't know if you heard, but uh Supergirl actress Melissa Benoist and her husband are expecting a baby. Oh. Yeah, that's So what you say, that's great, but oh crap, what about the show? Yeah. <laughs> because it's not like it's a sitcom where she, where she can just sit there. I mean, this is an action show. So what are you supposed to do with that? Again, it's a good problem, but still, thinking about the show, what do you think they would do? Do you think they would write her out and have some of the lesser characters take over for the first half of what would be season six, or would they just have a shorter season six? Hmm. I'll just say, I would like for them just to do a shorter season six, because I really don't want to watch a half season with just a bunch of lesser yeah, characters or supporting characters I should say. That's what I was going to say. Because but I have a feeling they'll probably just have the supporting characters be in like the first half of the season and then she comes back. Yeah, that's what I was going to I feel like I always prefer like just slowing it down because and because and, it's always disappointing when you can tell that the only reason a person is not on a show that often is because of some other reason. Like it always feels kind of obvious. Yeah. So, yeah, and also, I, I do have a sigh of relief because Superman and Lois is already ordered to series. It's not like they have to go through the pilot phase, and, pilot phase and get approved. It is going to be a show. That's good. Well, it was supposed to be for next fall, but it is officially greenlit. Yeah. But do you think this could affect the pilots that are, are supposed to happen? Because this is close to pilot time where they the shows that get selected, they film the pilot, they show it to the network, and the network decides. Yeah. What they're, if they're going to go with it or not. Yeah, I mean, it's going to affect absolutely everything. I'm trying to I'm trying to wonder 
now if it's going to be worse or if actually if there's some pilots out there and there's a drought of content if they'll approve more i don't know i mean they do and there's probably a bunch of pilots who never air in the in their vault they could air like pilots from 10 years ago yeah exactly i mean that's what i was there's a NBC Wonder Woman pilot from 2011 that's supposed to be really, really bad, oh. and I would love to see it. Oh, yeah, I really, I w- I'd love to see all the bad pilots out there. Oh, yeah, before Gal Gadot and after Linda Carter, there was the show You're Glad Never Happened. <laughs> I, I'd, I actually, I'd, I'd purchase a TV subscription for that. If they started showing that in TV. Oh, yes. I would, too. <laughs> so, I mean, luckily, I, Superman is safe. It's officially... It is going to happen yeah. no matter what. Yeah. It, is, it is past the pilot phase. It's officially ordered, so... I mean, like, luckily, it is, like, the most famous superhero. It will. I think it will probably beat Flash in the ratings. It, yeah. I mean, it should, right? It's Superman. Yeah, I mean... Since Flash is the number one show, I'm assuming Superman will be. And, you know, since all these shows are be- kind of because of Smallville, it's like the prodigal son returns. Yeah, no, I, I think you're definitely right. I, I I would imagine it would slip to number one. Plummet down to number one. All right. So, yeah. So, um... What do you think about Supernatural? Uh... Weeks before the series finale, what do you think they're going to do? Do you think that when this is all over, do you think, A, they'll just not have a series finale, B, they'll film it, a finale, and do it for next season, or could this be mean a new final season, a season 16? Um. So, wait, did they already... So they hadn't had everything had they filmed is filmed it except the finale. Oh, that is a very bad scenario. I didn't. They were about that. to start the finale and they haven't filmed the finale yet. Dang. Wow. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm looking into this right now. I'm trying to understand it. That's uh, I'm trying to think of what you would do. I I mean, that this is like the most unique situation of how. Like Arrow, it's all it's all done. Yeah, they already aired the series finale, but this one they haven't filmed the finale yet. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I mean, like I was saying with how like uh, a lot of the musicians like plan for these tours so much, and then like when one was canceled, they're like, "Screw it, we're just gonna play it for an empty room." Um, I kind of feel like there must be some attitude like that where it's just like you planned up to this finale for so long, and it's like. This isn't stopping us. As soon as we can, we're just filming this finale and releasing it late. So that's what you think they'll just uh, they'll film the finale and do it later. That's what I feel like I would want as like if I had made something like that, just to do it exactly um, as I imagined. But um, I can't. I don't know if that's actually what'll happen. I mean, it would be sucky after 16 years or 15 seasons, the last original CW show doesn't get the finale it was promised because it's something that's out of their control. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess Supernatural, that's the one I'm most curious to see about what they're going to do. Yeah. I uh I watched the first season of that uh years and years ago. Uh I think there's time to catch up. 
Oh, oh I, I think you do. Yeah. <laughs> I think you have some time. You got 14 more seasons to get ca- yeah. caught up on, but <laughs> depending on how long this goes, I, I think you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, I mean, we'll get into some recommendations, but I was actually just starting to think it would be interesting to go over just, like, what we have been consuming during quarantine. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Um... So I don't. I mean, is there any? Let's see, did you have a if, uh, news-wise? I think I actually, I think we've gone through just about everything. Uh, so if you if you have any before we get into like final uh, thoughts or, around this and recommendations, what we've been watching, uh, what we can do uh, before we get to that, if there's anything else news-wise you want to bring up. Oh yes. We will probably have to rapid fire some of these because there's a few. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a few. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Disney has stopped production on all live action projects, including the Little Mermaid remake. Oh, yeah. 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 So, I think, I mean, if they've, if they've already started filming, I think they'll go all the way through with filming that. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, I mean that well-oiled machine of pumping out um uh <laughs> the uh Disney remakes is going to be very affected with both Mulan and Little Mermaid. Yeah. All right. And also, this this thing I thought was interesting. So, people are stuck at home now. There's really nothing for them to do. Yeah. And Disney released Frozen 2 early on Disney Plus saying they wanted something for kids to do while they're at home. Oh. To which I say, why aren't th- why aren't they doing their homework like I have to? That's not fair. Yeah. But yeah, they released That's Frozen nice. 2 on Disney Plus. It's too bad it couldn't have been a good movie, but it is <laughs> have what you it seen is. It? I have. Oh. It's not very oh. good. <laughs> so uh my sister, she despises the first Frozen so much. Oh, really? Um, she just, at first she thought it was okay, but then when she saw how popular it was, she started to hate it. Yeah. And eventually she heard about some spoilers and she wanted to go see it, and it's bad. <laughs> it, it basically tries to take what people liked about the first one and overdo it. Like, a lot of people like the Anna and Elsa sisterhood relationship, right? Yeah. My God, all the time, holding hands. We're sisters. Nothing can stop us. Why? Because we're sisters. <laughs> I go where you go. You go where I go. Anna, I told you, don't run in the fire. Then Elsa, you don't run in the fire. Where you go, I go. We're connected. We're sisters. <laughs> and all the time, the uh, uh, Anna, I think that's what her name is, she constantly... So her boyfriend from the first movie is trying to propose to her, and every time she misreads his signals and gets offended, it's like, okay, this gag gets so sick. I'm sick of this gag already. (laughs) And you kind of, they very early hint at what the ending for the movie will be, which you're just like, oh, when they say this, oh, you know. But the most awkward moment is when, so... For some, again, is his name Kristoff, the guy? That sounds it right, It sounds right? familiar. <laughs> so, Anna and, no, Anna and Kristoff, you know, they're fighting because, you know, apparently no one knows how to explain the, what, their, what their signals really meant to each other. Yeah. That's wonderful relationship advice for kids. <laughs> but anyway, so 
she goes with Elsa somewhere, and Kristoff asks the group he's with, so where is, um, where is Anna? Oh, she left. Oh, my God, she left me. They don't say that she left with her sister to go do something. Oh, my God, she left me. Then it goes to this creep. You know, I almost want you to watch it. I don't even know if it's up. It should be up. <laughs> um, there's a moment where he is singing this song, and it's very 80s compared to the rest of it. Oh. And he starts singing about how he doesn't need anyone but his, but his moose, and he looks over, and their faces start getting closer, and I'm like, oh, my God, where is this going to go? Yeah. Is this going to take oh. Beauty and the Beast to a new level? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, it didn't happen. But, oh, did it feel like it was close? And then the moose starts singing to him because I guess he's on drugs or something. But, <laughs> whew, it was it was rough. And then there's also the, um, in the first movie, we thought that Elsa was too powerful. Now we must hope she is powerful enough. And it's like, uh, mm. It just felt. It just feels like they just took what people liked before and just tried to stretch it out too much and didn't care much about the plot. I see. <clears throat> like the first movie has like some big plot problems because Elsa was originally supposed to be the villain. Right. Right. So it's just like I'm gonna make this ice monster. <clears throat> oh, I forgive you because we're sisters. <laughs> Hug all our feelings away. <laughs> Yeah. It's just, uh. But it's there for kids to see. It exists. Apparently, some parents aren't happy that's there because they've been watching it over and over and over oh. again. <laughs> so, yeah. If you've ever been curious about Frozen 2, it's there for you on Disney Plus right now. Yeah, I probably. I probably won't check it out. But, uh, you know. Well, you are one of the smart ones. <laughs> also, this wasn't released on Disney Plus. Which I think is kind of sucky, because like I said, couldn't you release a movie I, at least I liked on there? Yeah. Which is Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker was released early digitally. Oh, right. Uh, and like iTunes and stuff like that. I didn't I didn't know that. So yeah, if you want to see it, it's right there. I'd... Also, <clears throat> Universal has released early digital versions of The Invisible Man, Emma, and what came out pretty recently, The Hunt. They'll be available on Friday. Oh, really? Um, so yeah, yeah, that might be, I, I was using, uh, um, oh, there's a, I didn't realize that there was a 2020 Invisible Man, but, uh, oh, it's there, it's here, you missed out, <laughs> but you, you know what, you can check it out on Friday. Yeah, um, yeah, I only used, uh, Disney Plus basically to exclude basically i just used it for the mandalorian and then i watched some simpsons uh and i got rid of it after that but uh yeah oh really <laughs> but there's a lot well now's your time to sign up again yeah, definitely <clears throat> this brings us to our sponsor netflix yes no. <laughs> well, which one was it? oh disney plus yeah. right there you go. Ha, kids, go buy my special streaming service. <laughs> ha, ha, I've got all the money. More power for me. Power. There you go. That's. And also, <clears throat> so I don't know if you had anything else to say about the early release movies. 
Oh, oh, wait, 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 I forgot to say this. Oh? Next Tuesday, guess what's coming out? Uh, I don't know. Also early digitally. Oh? Take a wild guess. Um, let's see. It's more early digitally. Um, is it a movie that came out last year? It came out this, this year. This year. Oh wow, that's that's fast. Um, what, came out last month. Oh, um, February. I believe it was February. I don't. Let me. I'll check. I don't know quick. if I've seen a movie this year. <laughs> I don't know. It's Birds of Prey. Oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't get a chance to go out and, and see that. I, I, if it, if it's gonna be released early, I'm, I'm very curious. Yeah, honestly, I didn't go see it. Oh, um, it came out February seventh. So you know what? I did find out that the one thing I was really upset about they. That I thought they were going to do a movie they didn't do. Oh, that's good. Which they talked about how it was going to be how Batman abandoned Gotham. And I was like, oh my god, again. Oh, <laughs> thought we moved past this Nolan crap. But they like they don't even mention Batman in the movie. Oh, that, that's that's well. I, to me, it looks kind of uh, it looks like it could be good for a DC movie to me, so I kind of do want to check I it out. I thought these were the worst trailers DC's ever made. I mean, the trailers, I didn't like. I'm more talking about what I've heard of it. <laughs> so, yeah, I was just like, because you know, people, you kind of like go to movies like that, kind of like if you trust it. Like if, like, if, say, this was on the CW from the people who make Flash and Arrow, then I give it a shot. Yeah. But this is like really under DC. We've only had a few movies come out. Really, the only ones I've seen are Aquaman and Joker from this new leadership. Yeah. And I'll say this I watched, I did, I was kind of debating. I was just like, oh, but it's only been two movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I went, and so I decided. And this one like looks really kind of jokey and dumb and campy, and so I sighed. You know what? I I because I didn't have Joker yet. I was just you know what? I'll watch Aquaman because that one's more comedic. Like this movie will be. I'll watch it the weekend it comes out and s- see if that will make me motivated. Yeah. Watched Aquaman and decided, nope, not gonna s- spend time with more of this crap. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Aquaman talked me out of going to see uh, Birds of Prey. I see. I didn't know it was the same. I, I think I think I've kind of come to the place where I think I would say I, I think Aquaman's a bad movie. Ah, uh, I, I I just I uh it really is so disjointed and it feels like there's so many moments I feel like they're out of the Star Wars prequels. Like I I like the octopus playing the drum. It's interesting because I, th- in a way, think it was a bad movie. But I also enjoyed it more than a lot of the other DC movies that I just found boring. So, I'm... like this movie made me go back and appreciate Man of Steel more. Oh, really? See, Aquaman, because I'm just like, at least Man of Steel, it's like telling a story. Maybe not the best, but it's telling a story. It knows what it is. Versus yeah. this one, it's kind of thrown together. It, Arthur constantly switches from being dumb to smart all the time. Yeah, that's kind of true. Aquaman's kind of in the middle for me. Although, uh, one thing I will... 
We we didn't get a chance. I I finally saw uh, Joker. Uh, I forget. You I did. forget when. Maybe in like January, and uh, or I don't know. Whenever it finally came out on uh, DVD and stuff. But um, I think it was early January. It just missed that Christmas release window. Yeah. Um, and I I have to say, like at. I think at first I didn't expect that I'd like it when I first was seeing stuff for it. And then I, when I started hearing about it and I, it was your favorite movie of the year, I was like a little more intrigued. I never expected to like it so much. I, it's my favorite modern DC movie, I think. So post, um, I guess modern would be starting with Man of Steel. Yeah, I, guess, right? I, I consider that. I, I always consider them along that era. Uh, like it's not it's no dark knight or anything like that to me but uh uh i really like it in this new uh wave of dc movies yeah i thought um at, at least under this leadership it was the best i'd say post man steel it's probably my third favorite behind justice league and batman versus superman right but uh, so I I do got asked what do you think of uh, Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker? I'll be honest, I'm glad he won the Oscar, but I thought he was just good in the role. I didn't love him like like Caesar Romero or Jack Nicholson or Heath Ledger yeah. or um I think Cameron Monaghan is the kid who played Joker on Gotham. Like I felt like they add more to the role. Like Phoenix, he, he's good. It just feels like it's how I feel about Mark Ruffalo, where it's. It's fine. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I, I. What'd you think of him as Joker? I certainly think he seems like a really great actor, and it, in a way, it feels like, in a way, it almost does feel like I can't call him like one of the best Jokers because it, it does feel a little bit of a different take on uh, Joker that just it feels a little, you know, pre-Joker as it's supposed to. So, I don't know. I, it, yeah, it's very much. It's not till like the last, I'd say, twenty minutes before he goes to the to the Robert De Niro yeah. show that he becomes the Joker. Yeah, so it's... It, and even then, he's still kind of transforming a little bit. Yeah, so it's very difficult to, like, compare him to those others. And, yeah, it's not that his performance as the Joker is the takeaway from it or anything. I think what I really just liked was the... just the, the atmosphere of the whole thing, I guess. Just the... Uh, um, it, was, it was just... Uh, um, uh, it just had like it, it reminded me of some of the more it had a feel a lot like a lot of like really sort of depressing like uh uh more on the indie side horror films that are you just watch and oh and feel yeah really like um uh i mean on like it, sh- this might be sort of a bad example, but just to grasp at some kind of comparison, uh, the movie that I recommend no one see, Hereditary, that was my favorite movie. Uh, um, <laughs> that movie also has like a very, just like you're watching it and you just feel this sense of dread. <laughs> uh, that's kind of, oh, I kind of yeah. like that. So I enjoyed that about it. So what do you think of the way Gotham City was portrayed in that movie? Because I thought, at least in the movies versions uh this was the best version we saw since the burton schumacher era oh, yeah. for gotham yeah city. and like like i felt like this was a city that needs batman that could yeah. you, you could see create someone like a batman or joker yeah no i um i uh really loved um 
I, I think that's part like it just the movie had an atmosphere and I don't I'm, I don't think I'm just talking about the emotional atmosphere like it just it kind of brought you into this uh, this world of, of Gotham in this case and it didn't need you know it 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 didn't need like you know obviously Bruce Wayne was in it but they didn't need Batman it just felt very uh, like they really created a Gotham that was interesting and I also really like I, I liked the complexity like um it just it felt like the way that they kind of did make um Batman's dad seem a little like like flawed and stuff uh that yeah. was really interesting to me it made him more of an interesting dynamic so um now I knew some things that were gonna happen with this movie obviously from the source material yeah uh, this movie based on a lot of it based on Killing Joke and The Dark Knight Returns. So I do want to ask you two things. One, when you're watching this movie, and what, what's the girl's name? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> Is it Zazie Beetz or something? That's the actress's name, right? She was in Deadpool too. Yeah, yeah, I remember. So, so based on the comic, you know, I think I showed you the clip from the anime movie about how Joker will remember some things one way, some things another. Yeah. I was just oh her name was Sophie in the movie right in the movie yeah so I was just like I walked in thinking okay a lot of what we're gonna see could be fake and I was just like the first time I was watching this was just I was just like okay if this move if this relationship with Sophie doesn't turn out to be fake this is some really bad writing oh, no, that's exactly then what they I thought I actually me. thought the movie seemed <laughs> kind of bad until I realized that it was because I was just like. Like, I knew something was up. I didn't think it was necessarily fake, but I knew something was up because I was just like, there's no way that some people got into a room yeah. and wrote this relationship and thought it was a good idea. <laughs> like, I was so yeah. flabbergasted at first, and when I thought it, when it was fake, I feel like that was the part it clicked where I was just like, oh, the movie is good. Because <laughs> I was just, the whole, oh, the whole time I was like, oh my God, it, this better be fake or they've lost me. That's exactly how I felt. But I think, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's... So um, I went to see this movie with my sister, okay? Yeah. And I knew from the comic, this was based on Dark Knight Returns, especially when they, so in the comic it's based off, Robert De Niro's based off of David Letterman. Right. And they mentioned that they were going to have like some, I think, relationship therapist on the show, who in the comic is a parody of Dr. Ruth. Right. So when they mentioned that, I turned to my sister and I was just like, you know what, Robert De Niro's going to die soon. Joker's going to kill him. <laughs> oh. Right there. So did you did you knew that was coming, or were you surprised? Because I was just like, okay, this is it, he's going to die. No, I... I... That that was in the cards to me. I I um because obviously they keep leading you to believe that he was gonna like kill himself, but I did think that something else was gonna happen, and that seemed like the most obvious next thing. Um, so it wasn't like the biggest. I I didn't think that necessarily anything in the movie was such a big twist that I truly felt like floored by it. Like it just all, it, it still just all like it didn't need to be to me. It just still all made sense and felt a good writing to me regardless so um so um yeah 
Oh, so a lot of people um, were talking about how it, it was, uh, once again, it kind of turned into a Batman origin story movie. Right. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so what'd you think of um, adding the Batman origin? I feel like that was almost a little bit of like, uh, I guess a little hopeful thing for the audience because it's just like we saw this horrible person yeah. that Gotham City created, but we saw the birth. Yeah. Of the one who will stop him. I do think it's... I felt like it made it a little more hopeful. Yeah, I I, I thought that too, that it, it ended on a, a nicer note that you'd expect. Because it does kind of give you that feeling of just like, I mean, I know this looks bleak, but I mean, remember, this guy's going to come and win someday. Yeah. So I do All right. Like that. Now, I rewatched it this weekend, okay? Oh. And I don't know if this is me overthinking something, okay? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, when Joker goes to see Bruce, okay, Bruce is, like, playing in his backyard. And he's playing on some jungle gym thing, and he slides down a pole. Is that a reference to the 60s show, or am I just overthinking it? Oh. He slides down. I'm trying to I don't know. Like, you know how in the Adam West show they would say, um, come, Dick, to the Batcave, and they slide down the pole? Yeah. And in this, he's sliding down the pole to go meet the Joker. Oh. Huh. I I mean I you I mean you could be reading into it. Uh that is often the case with fan stuff, but I wouldn't be surprised at the same time. So there's a little bit unknown about if this thing's going to have a sequel or not because some websites say there is going to be a sequel, some say there isn't. What would you think if they try to do a sequel and do you think it should have Batman in it? Hmm. Or would it be beneficial to have Batman in it? Like a sequel where it is Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, but it's more like a proper Batman movie, and it has... Well, it could still focus on Joker, where Joker's the main character, yeah. but... You're sort of seeing... Bru- Batman is his antag- is kind of the antagonist of the movie, I... where Joker is hmm. doing something, and Batman is the one who's stop- trying to stop him. It would be really... And it's from Joker's point of view. That sounds really awesome to me to see a movie, like, to where in the end, like, in a way you're still rooting for Batman, but you're seeing it all from Joker's perspective. That would be really cool to me. Yeah. I would want to see that. So, now a lot of you will be like, uh, we don't want this to be like another Batman movie. So I I just was wondering this. If they they were to... Because I think you should have... Batman involved because otherwise why call it Joker set in Gotham City right? Yeah. So what do you think they would do because this I, this was obviously a very different type of comic book movie. Right. Do you think in this if they do a second movie and they want to have the Batman Joker relationship do you think he would be full Batman or would they do kind of like a Smallville or Gotham thing where it's Bruce Wayne maybe he goes out in like a leather jacket and a ski mask and he's not Batman yet right I mean that would be kind of interesting to sort of see maybe Joker's fully Jokerified, but um uh Batman had like you're sort of seeing another step up um from where what we saw in Joker that that would be maybe like at maybe they do like a trilogy in the third one he'll they'll be the fully Batman yeah I mean uh, 
that'd be really cool. Um, I mean, it might suffer from the frustrating thing where it's just like you've spent so long in this trilogy not having Batman be Batman, but it'd be a Joker trilogy, so not a yeah. I mean, look, and if they do it right, well, if they write write it right, then he'll still be Batman just without the suit. Yeah, no, right, kind of like what Gotham of Smallville did. Yeah, no, that that would be really cool. It might even feel a little like uh, yes. Spider-Man 1 kind of uh, vibes at the very beginning. But. Oh, yes. So, yeah. So, all speaking of Batman, the next story I have up was the Batman has stopped filming. Oh, no. After years away, it finally started, and now it stopped. Oh, no. No. So, I mean, obviously we don't really have much news about, like, what. when do you think it could start up again? But, yeah. um we have seen some set photos. Have you seen the bat suit? Oh yeah, I, I have. I saw the um, the little. Uh, Did teaser. you see the set photos of him on the motorcycle? I don't think I saw that. Let me check that out real quick. I just saw the teaser. Um, oh okay. Um, yeah, it looked really cool to me. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's. I'll, all right. So I'll just say my thoughts real quick. Now look, it is a set photo. Yeah. We're not seeing it in context. Yeah. I'll just say from these set photos, it's my least favorite of the movie bat suits. Yeah. I just think the ears look awful. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of the ears. But I'll say this. Matt Reeves posted a picture of like the Batmobile reveal, and we saw Batman in proper context, and in that image, the suit looked a lot better. Oh, that's good. So yeah, um wasn't a big fan yeah of the way the suit looked, but again, in context it looked uh better. So what do you think of the bat suit? Uh looking at it now, uh, um Yeah, I don't know. It almost it almost looks a little too much like just a downgrade version of the Ben Affleck one. I'm tr- yeah, like, all the other suits, when you're talking about, like, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer's Ben Affleck, they look so cool, and this looks kind of crappy. Weird, what's, uh, what's weird to me, I think the thing that's tripping me out is that, I mean, the mask looks like it's part of a different suit than the rest of it. Yeah. I mean, I still think I I do think that it has potential to look cool in context, um, like in action. It, Did you want to um, Google image Google image Matt Reeves Batman Batmobile, and you can see what it looks like okay. more in context. It's a little far away, but it looks better. All right, this way. Yeah, and we can talk about the Batmobile. I see. Yeah, see, like um. Yeah, I, I definitely see how context can make it look better because uh, we, with the right lighting in the right atmosphere... It does look better you, in these Yeah, images. it does. Even, like, the ears look better. Yeah. Even though it's far away. Yeah. So, what do you think about the Batmobile? Because I think... I, I, I kind of like the Batmobile, how it's it feels the most... It looks the most classic since, once again, the Burton Schumacher eras. It looks yeah. most like the Batmobile. And I will say, it looks like the Matt Reeves design 
looks like it's taking inspiration from the comics of the 70s and 80s, the Denny O'Neill. This looks a lot like a Neil Adams design, so maybe that can give an idea of what type of movie this will be, especially how they talk about how it's going to be a comedy. So what do you think of the Batmobile? I think it's probably the best since... Batman Robin with George Clooney. Yeah, I really like this. I think it's a really good choice to go from the uh, Tumblr, which is bulky, and it's like the opposite of this. I I think it's a good choice to go in the opposite direction. And the Ben Affleck one was kind of in between. Yeah, yeah, I I almost had forgotten about that because of how different this is than the Tumblr one. But um, uh, Yeah. yeah, I think it's a really cool choice to go in this different direction but also more nostalgic direction in a way um yeah it really gives a different feel yeah, did you want to did you want to google image neil adams maybe Batsuit and batmobile just so you see what they look like because they i think they look kind of similar neil adams all right um uh, uh, oh yeah i see how I, i'm looking at the bat suit see that let me look at the bat oh yeah yeah that's um it looks like it probably did take some inspiration from this batmobile yeah so hey look they're taking inspiration from that that's a really good place to look to yeah yeah that's really cool all right so the next topic is about Pixar's not having a very good year so far. Ooh, yeah, they just had their movie come out uh, the like the week before yes. all this began. Yes, and even then, it didn't make a lot of money on its first weekend. Yeah, and you know maybe we can talk about that later. But I'm worried. Second week fell, I believe, seventy six percent is what <laughs> I think I heard. Yeah, and this, to be fair, according to uh, like. Uh, Official things. This is the worst box office weekend in over twenty years. Well, yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not surprised, but still, wow. <laughs> so, um, usually a Pixar movie, like it, they're disappointed when they get a Rotten Tomatoes score under ninety. So, uh, would have you seen Onward? Or no, I I haven't been paying so little attention to movies amidst all this that I I, I forgot that it was coming out in March. I'll be honest, I just have no interest in Onward for a couple of reasons. Yeah. One is because I don't think the trailers look very good. Yeah. Another is, <laughs> like, it feels like the only reason, like, it feels like the only thing that reason they're telling you to go is, all right, kids, Star-Lord and Spider-Man are in here. Go see it because they're in here. Yeah. And honestly, it's like after Toy Story 4, you, you got to do more to win me. Like, I Definitely. can't. I'm not just going to go to your movie for faith anymore. Yeah. I mean, to me, it, I still kind of feel the same as when we last talked about it, which is basically that um, it looks just like a middle tier Pixar movie where it looks like I might be able to yeah. watch it and it'll be passable that I won't hate it. And a lot of people are saying it's just kind of meh compared to the other ones. Yeah. I really hope Soul is the the winner of this year. Like Soul, I'll go see because they're what what they're doing interesting. Yeah, it seems more like, in Pixar's will be a movie just in faith. Yeah. Oh, did I tell you? So on Disney Plus, they don't know me at all because guess what always pops up for my recommended? 
Um, is it Toy Story Four? <laughs> or yes. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, you don't know me at all. And then they have some other like move shows that I know I don't like. I'm just like, guys, come on, don't you? I thought you were supposed to record what I watch. <laughs> come on, Big Brother, yeah, get I it know. right. You gotta be better at predicting. If stuff. You're gonna keep tabs on me. Please do it right. <laughs> yeah. Um, have Have you seen Toy Story Four? No. Have you been lucky? You've, have you been smart and avoiding? I, it? I guess I, I've been avoiding. I, I'm afraid of watching it. <laughs> Oh, you're lucky. Yeah. Didn't it win? Best All right. Animated? Uh, let's not. Let's not go there. <laughs> it did. You know, sometimes the Oscars make a mistake. Yeah. And this was one of yeah. them. So this is like one of the fun things to come out of this coronavirus thing. Oh, a fun thing. Yes. <laughs> oh, first search too. I did find something that was really cool. That I wanted to share with you. Oh yeah. So this is. A tour account that my sister found, so I need to give credit to her for finding it. Oh, all right. Okay. Cool. Have And you might want to follow it. It's called D Mifflin 2020. It's on uh, on Twitter? Or? It's on Twitter. Okay. And the description says, what would an episode of The Office look like during the coronavirus outbreak? Oh. <laughs> oh. So you I know, thought... I could... Share I think I might have. Yeah, go for it. I'm gonna right. follow this on our official Twitter account, which is yes. at ALTD Podcasts. Oh yes. All right. The first one is a quote from Dwight: "Shrew blood is immune to viruses. We simply tell our bodies not to get sick. Then the virus does not affect us." <laughs> 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 okay. Oh, I haven't seen this one. Michael claims he is a he is a survivor of swine flu. Mr. MRSA oh, yeah, and Ebola, but doesn't <laughs> understand that just because he lived through the pandemics doesn't mean he's a survivor. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Michael walks out of his office and announces the threat of coronavirus. Dwight opens his desk drawer and puts on a gas mask. Reaching back into the drawer, he pulls out a Lysol can, fully engulfed in jello. Camera zooms in on Jim. He's tearing back with a smirk. <laughs> Oh, here's a quote from Michael. Ladies and gentlemen, Meredith has coronavirus. She's in quarantine, and the doctors tried to save her life. They did the best that they could, and she's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Michael sends Pam to buy all the toilet paper, possibly from nearby stores. Pam uses this time to buy one pack of toilet paper and to draw a flyer about proper hand washing. <laughs> oh, oh, this one was good. Michael misinterprets the email from corporate saying everyone should work from home to mean that everyone should work from his home. Makes a ton of French toast. (laughs) (laughs) Defeats the purpose. Yes. Let's see. Um, (laughs) Michael, Aaron, Google if drinking hand sanitizer will cleanse the inside of my body. Aaron, I've already drank a bottle. (laughs) I just found one I thought. Uh, Michael doesn't know that coronavirus and COVID-19 are the same thing, so he thinks that everyone is talking about something he isn't part of. <laughs> oh, this one's good. Dwight, quarantine? Quarantine? I've been preparing for quarantine since I was a baby. All shoots are quarantined for a month when they turn five. Those of us who learn to fend for themselves survive. Those who don't, 
Well, there's a reason you never heard about Moses' brother, Abner. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is actually, that is, uh, who wrote that needs, if if they ever were to reboot. Credit to shouldn't. Caleb J. Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Oh, here's a good one. Dwight, I've gone to every store within a five-mile radius and bought all of the toilet paper. I now own 650 rolls of toilet paper. 600 of those will be resold at twice the price. 30 will be placed in my doomsday shelter. The last 20 go to Moe's for his toilet paper fortress. (laughs) Oh, Michael, old people need to stay safe and work from home. That means you, Stanley, Creed, Meredith, and Phyllis. Phyllis, Michael, we're the same age. We graduated high school together. (laughs) Ryan tests positive for the virus. Kelly lies about having it and insists they be quarantined together. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, some of these genuinely, especially the Dwight quotes. I know. Feel, feel so some, They're written so well in character, too. Yeah, I know. Michael asks the party planning committee to host a coronavirus-themed party. Angela threw a face mask. Is this really necessary? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, this has been the best thing to come out of this whole situation. Is really yeah. well written fan fiction of The Office. Yeah, definitely. And we still have the internet yeah, for now. Yes. It's yeah, for now. Beautiful. Oh, man. People are freaking out about, oh, what do we do? Civilization will end if we lose the internet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's the, why you should have been like me and stock up on the DVDs. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that I'm glad we got to uh, tag that into this episode because. <laughs> Nice, fun little thing. That is a great account. Oh, Um, oh, do us a little bit of breaking news. Central casting closed until further notice amid coronavirus pandemic. Oh, is that like a casting agency? Yeah, Central Casting. Oh, yeah, no, things are going to definitely be quite halted. (laughs) Yeah, um, costume designers uh, right now are talking to Deadline about how it's affecting them. Yeah. So, yeah, there it is. But I'm glad we got to end with some classic, well, actually, brand new office quotes. Yes. I like yes. that. Um, all right. Well, probably. They never ha- did say, never. nothing ever did happen with that quote-unquote reboot they were going to. Yeah, no. I, they might have just been testing the waters or just, I don't know. I, I, I honestly feel like if the show had ended... At season seven, people would be like, oh, yeah, but yeah." after season eight, I think people would just like, they were kind of good. I mean, like, it honestly feels like nine was a reunion season. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like, seven was the end. Eight is, it's just kind of there, but you don't pay attention. And nine was kind of like, yeah. oh, we're back. How long has it been? Five years? Yeah. Wait, two? That can't yeah. be right. They even do jump ahead in the finale, so. They do. <laughs> yeah. It is ironic that they jump ahead to uh, women 2014 and Seth Meyers and Bill Hader had left SNL by then. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Totally unrealistic. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) What were they thinking? They got prepared. Yeah. They have to be, uh, they have to think ahead here. Um, But yeah. um, Well, keep falling down that rabbit hole. 